0: Welcome to the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, powered by Jetro. Each week, we bring extremely valuable accounting and tax tips specific to small business owners. You will be on your way to growing your business and putting more money in your pockets. Here's your host. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another episode. Today's topic is the top four bookkeeping rules to follow. Now, before we get into that, This episode is brought to you by Jetro, a digital accounting firm servicing business owners across the country, helping them relieve stress around financials and save thousands in taxes. I am your host and founder of Jetro, Mike Jezoshek. Today we're going to take a little bit of a different route away from PPP, away from coronavirus, and we're going to talk about the top four bookkeeping rules you need to follow as a business owner. And these rules will really help make your bookkeeping much more uh, readable. It'll make them clean and and defendable in the event of an audit. So rule number one is have a separate business bank account and credit card. So as a business owner, whether you're a sole proprietorship, an S-corporation, C-corp partnership, whatever setup you have, make sure that you have a separate business bank account for your business, as well as a credit card. Now, the reason this is important is because it helps separate that business activity from your personal activity. And when we really look into this, let's imagine that in the event of an audit, you have combined financials. You have a business account or you have all your business activity wrapped up into your personal account. In the event of an audit, it's extremely hard to prove to the IRS which is which. So if you say, oh yeah, this," dinner that we had was business related they might look into that a little bit deeper and say give me more details on that who was there what was discussed because it's mixed in with another a bunch of other meal expenses that are personal so they're going to want to have more supporting proof to back that up now if you separate your business account from your personal account they may not look into it as deep because you've had consistency you have all your business transactions that are going through your business, and you have all your personal transactions that are going through your, your personal side. So you have consistency with separation where they might not look into various expenses like that. And not only that, when it comes to doing the actual bookkeeping, you know that everything that's coming through that business account is business related. And so that's going to really help make things clean and help make that bookkeeping process a lot easier. So number one is have a separate bank account, a business bank account separate from your personal. Whether you're a very small business or a very big business, this is important. Uh, The other thing is the credit card. Have a separate business credit card. Now, a lot of times I have people say, I can't get a credit card with a limit under my business name. And in that situation, open up a personal card, but make sure that you dedicate it 100% to the business. And then technically, the way that you're supposed to do it is you're supposed to reimburse that credit card for the business expenses. So I always say, if you need to open up a credit card in your personal name because your business cannot get one, that's okay. But make sure that that specific card is dedicated to business. So again, you can create that separation and say, yep, here is proof that everything here is business and there's no personal mixed with it. So again, rule number one, Have a separate business bank account and credit card if applicable. Number two, no personal expenses on the business bank account or credit card. This again is key. It creates that separation. Make sure that you are not commingling personal and business, or again, you defeat the purpose of having that separate bank account. Now, I know there's going to be rare occasions that you accidentally put a personal expense on the business account. And if that happens no problem. You can, cre- you can mark that specific transaction as either an owner's draw or a distribution, or you can reimburse the business for that personal item. So if it happens once or twice, no problem. Mark it as a draw or reimburse the business. But no matter what, do whatever you possibly can to make sure that business is strictly for business and there is no co-mingling, no personal expenses on the business bank account. That makes it, again, easy for bookkeeping because when you're going through and reconciling your transactions that we talk about in our free bookkeeping training, you can know that every expense that's in there is business-related. Somehow it's business-related. But if you're mixing personal and business, you could miss expenses. You could have expenses that you're like, I don't know if that's business or personal. I don't want to take the chance. I'm just going to mark it as personal. Don't lose out on deductions simply for being sloppy. So rule number two. No personal expenses on the business bank account or the business credit card. Rule number three, keep your receipts. Now, we always tell our clients that we do not need to see your actual receipts on our end, generally speaking, but you want to keep them on file. You want to keep them in the event of an audit. So keep your receipts. The reason that we don't require our clients to show them to us, you know, every single one is because we know they're business related. Because they're following rule number one, and rule number two, we know that a that a dinner meal at Buffalo Wild Wings is business-related, because if it wasn't business-related, it would have went through their personal account. So that's how we know on our end. But on your end, you want to keep these receipts. You want to write on them the key things, the who, the what, the where, the when, the why. Because not only does this help back up the business purpose, but it also reminds you in case you forget. Uh, A lot of times, audits come years down the road, a year or two down the road. And it's hard to remember what you were doing two years ago on June 7th. But if you write on the receipt, you can easily keep a record of that. And it's it's easy to help defend that business expense, that business deduction. So write on there. You go out to eat with a, a client, write who you went with, write why you met with them, provide documentation on there. And then with Keep Your Receipts... You don't need to have a stack in every corner of your office. That's that's completely unnecessary. So all you need to do is take a picture of it. Use Google Drive. Use Dropbox. Use Receipt Bank. Use some of that software out there. Use Xero. Use HubDoc. Find a software that fits for you. Take a picture of it. Save it. You can throw the receipt away. So if you're not very tech savvy, I would say use something like a Dropbox or a Google Drive where you can just put in... You know, every, have a folder for the year, have a folder for every month, and just say, okay, January, here's all my receipts. Take a picture of them, put them in there, forget about it. You can do it right when you're sitting at dinner. If you are a little bit more tax-heavy, there's a lot of software out there that allows you to do this for you. So HubDoc, they integrate with Zero accounting software. Receipt Bank, there's a lot of options out there. So to, to look into those, if you're interested, if you have a lot of receipts You might want to look into using a software subscription like that. But again, keep your receipts right on them, the business purpose. More than likely, you may never need them. No audit, you might never need those receipts. But in the event you do, you want to make sure that you have them documented so you don't have to spend a whole bunch of time trying to find those receipts or understand what you were doing on that day at that specific place. And then item number four, ditch the cash. Cash is something that the IRS scrutinizes heavily because there's no tracking. It's very hard to track cash. You give, you go to an ATM withdrawal, take $500 out. The IRS, it's hard to see where that money went. So try to minimize the use of cash. Use it as, as, as least as possible as you can. However, in the rare instance where you do have to use cash, be sure to get a receipt and take a picture of what you maybe bought. Maybe you bought a conference room table off of Craigslist. You had to get cash for that, go to the bank, in the memo section of the cash withdrawal, put business conference table. When you get the table, take a picture of it and say $300. That's where you know that that $300 in cash went directly to that. That's the best that you can do to help support that. So avoid cash as much as possible, but in the event that you do need to use cash, Make sure you document it, make sure you get a receipt, make sure you take a picture of what you used, print out the Craigslist ad, whatever you can do to help support that, put it on file. So again, wanna go through the rules again. Number one, have a separate bank account and credit card specific to your business. And this ties right into rule number two. Do not run any personal expenses on the business bank account or credit card. If you have personal expenses and you have no cash on your personal side, Take the money from your business bank account, transfer it to your personal as an owner's draw, and then use the funds personally. But do not run personal expenses on the business account. In the rare event that you have to, make sure you mark it as an owner's draw or reimburse yourself for that. But be sure to not make it something that happens regularly. Rule number 3: Keep your receipts. Keep them on file, keep them digitally. You don't need receipts all over the all over your desk and in your office. Take a picture of them. Put them on file in case you ever need them down the road. And write on those receipts. Write the who, the what, the where, the when, the why. Write as much details that you have so that if it triggers an audit down the road, you have full documentation on what that expense was for. And then item number four is ditch the cash. Try to avoid cash as much as possible. If you absolutely have to use cash, get a receipt, download a You know, take a screenshot of the ad that you bought the item on. Whatever you need to do, document it as much as possible. But again, try to avoid it as possible. These are the rules that we tell our clients. These are the rules that our clients live by. And these rules are necessary to make bookkeeping successful in your business. If you have a bunch of co-mingling, you're bound to lose business deductions. You're bound to potentially cause an audit because you took too much business deductions and you can't back any of it up. So these are the items you want to live by to make your bookkeeping life easy, to help support your deductions, and to help ensure that you take advantage of all the deductions that are available to you as a business owner. So I hope that was helpful. Again, wanted to get, uh, get a little change of pace. We'll, we'll be back to PPP and COVID and, and talking about new things as they become around. But I wanted to do a change of pace because we've had a lot of clients asking about this bookkeeping piece. Again, thanks for listening to another episode. I will see you guys next week. Now, one last thing before I go. Don't forget to check out our podcast website at www.jetrotax.com. Simply click resources and then podcast where you can go there and check out our past episodes. Also, don't forget to join our free bookkeeping training program and free Facebook group. I've provided links to both of these in the show notes below. This has been another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast from the team at Jetro. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on and share with other business owners. If you have any questions or future topics you want to hear, email them to tax at jetrotax.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.